Hey seekers, welcome to this episode. Before we dive in, I want to ask you, have you been wanting to develop your intuition? If you have been, I have a free two-part series coming up that I would love to see you in. So the series is called Inner Guide, and we are answering the question, what exactly is intuition? Does everyone have it? How do I develop it? How do I know it's my intuition speaking? Can I always trust it? What is blocking my intuition? And more questions like that. So if that sounds like exactly where you're at in your journey of uncovering your intuition and developing your gift, I would love to invite you to this two part series. So the series is actually going to be a live stream on Instagram that I record for the podcast. However, if you want to officially sign up, because obviously anyone can tune in, if you want to officially sign up, you will get workbooks for both of the days, as well as a meditation that you use to call on your intuitive guidance right then and there to get clarity on something you've been wondering. So if you want the workbooks, you want that meditation, you want to join me, maybe live on Instagram, tune into the podcast. I cannot wait to see you inside Inner Guide coming up at the end of February 2023. And check the links below to register, get your gifts, join me live, and let's develop your gift together. Hey, Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here, and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia, and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition and play in the quantum. We are now besties. Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy. Thank you so much for spending this time on yourself, spending this time with me. I am honored to be here. How are you doing today? Right as I hit record, um, so my desk in my office that I record on and do my calls and stuff, I'm right in front of a window and I'm on the second level of a house. So I'm, it's our top level. And so I'm in with the trees. Basically we have a bunch of trees. There's lots of trees around me. And so I'm looking at the trees and, <laughs> um, as I hit record, the sun came out and just peeked through some branches cause they're pretty thick trees, but the sun came through and pierced like right into my eyeball through the branches. And I just felt this overwhelming sense of gratitude and how thankful I am to be able to sit here and record and share what comes through me, how grateful I am that you are listening, you know, all over the world. There are people listening right now, hundreds of people per day listening to this show. And it just makes me really honored and really excited So sometimes when we get kind of doomy and gloomy about where the world's going and humanity and we kind of go like, oh my gosh, are we just going to kill ourselves off because this is not going well? I think so often about you listening and I think there's this many people listening and this is just my message. How many other podcasts or people talking like this, talking about inner peace and freedom and manifestation and becoming acquainted with your spirit team and awakening, you know, you guys are so powerful and you're lighting up the world with your mind and with your energy and with your drive to be a seeker and to keep seeking those answers that you are seeking and, and creating the life that 
that you know is meant for you. It's really big. It goes so far and it actually, you give me hope for humanity. (laughs) I can see a better place for all of us. I really do believe that we're headed into the light in general as humans. We are awakening, we are ascending. Um, And you're an important part of that. There's no mistake that you were born when you were. There's no mistake that you're alive right now. You're somewhere between like 20 and 50 or 60 or something like that. You're here in this time, um, rising with the awakening that is happening, expanding with the awakening. So no wonder you're seeking the law of attraction to get closer to your soul and your intuition and figure out how to really create the most joyful experience because you're meant to, you're rising into your power. And that is not just a chance. It's not random. It feels random because you're just in your life. You're like, I don't know, I'm just doing me. Shitty things happen and I grow stronger through them. And somehow I ended up knee deep in an awakening. One day I Googled law of attraction. Here I am talking about spirit guides. I don't know what's happening. You are being done. You are being moved through a process of awakening and you're going with the flow by listening to this, by diving into this type of material. So it's just my honor to be here with you today. Thank you so much. If you're new to the show, hey, hey, so glad that you chose this episode, chose this podcast. This is going to be your new favorite podcast. We're going to be besties. My name is Talia. I'm a manifestation mentor. I'm a channel I'm a spiritual teacher. I'm a creator. I'm a weirdo. I'm a random. I am a Canadian girl living on the West coast of Canada. I'm a mom of three and a dog. I'm a lover of nature and coffee and tea. At any one time, I almost always have a cold beverage and a hot beverage going. So there's some random things about me, especially in the summer. I'm like, I need like ice water. I really like love ice water. And then I'm like, this is making me cold. I need some tea. (laughs) I don't do it like one sip for one sip because I feel like that'd be really hard on your teeth, but I do enjoy both. So that's a random thing about me. And where we are right now at the time of recording, where I am in the Pacific Northwest, we are kind of moving into spring vibes, which I'm really excited about because it's, I was saying to my daughter this morning in the car on the way to school, I'm like, I have two favorite seasons. First is summer and hot. I love it. I'm someone that I could live hot year round. Um, and then spring, because as it starts to actually be spring and the winter's going away, it's the longest possible time until winter again. So I really like that, but summer, summer is my ultimate favorite, like going to the lake, bare feet, minimal clothing, loose tank tops, sandals, like camping. I just, I love summer. I really do. And so I feel like in my highest expression, as my kids grow and different phases of life, I'll probably have a home somewhere really warm and probably do what like 80% of old people in Canada do where they leave for the winter. (laughs) I might, you know, stay, maybe come back right as it's changing into, into spring, into summer or something. But anyway, I, I love it here The with this sun poking through the trees, as I started recording, um, it just reminds me that there's always new beginnings and seasons are changing. And with enough time, things change, things shift, new beauty pops through. So I'm just really excited to be here in this moment. Thank you for joining me. I wanted to share quickly because today when I was trying to decide what to record and what to talk about, I just really wanted to jam out about manifestation. So that's why I created this episode because I just want to jam. I just want to be in it. Um, So to update all of you guys on me and my growth and all that stuff for the last 
like six to eight months, I've been going through a deep season of healing, which is why there's been so many episodes on inner child healing and healing to manifest. Because for a long time, I was just focused on, I'm going to manifest some stuff, but I wasn't aware of the layers of things that were kind of quote unquote, holding me back. And it came from things I had experienced in my childhood and overall a sense of unworthiness that no amount of mantras and affirmations and chanting or anything, even though I love all of those things, no amount of that was changing it because it was a deep subconscious belief I'd picked up when I was young. Things about my childhood, being bullied, my body, um, sense of self-worth, you know, my relationship with my mom. There's lots of things. We all have these things in our life. And so I really realized that I was being held back by this old programming, no matter how much, you know, I was achieving or good I was feeling, there was always this part that was like holding me back and still is, it's a journey, right? We're always evolving. It's just a journey. However, I've been in this deep season of inner work and in that I haven't been focusing as much on specific manifestations because we, I kind of oscillate and I just want everyone to hear this because if you're here, you're about more than just here's this journal prompt that's going to manifest you all this stuff. You are looking for that inner peace for that sense of freedom to feel clicked into your life. Like you're on the right path. You're living in your purpose. You're listening to your intuition, all these beautiful things. So we, it's important to know that we go through seasons of deeper, deeper work. And then we also come into seasons of light. And the light is also the time when you integrate, when you practice what you've learned. And it's important to oscillate between the two. So I don't think we need to stay or should stay. I should almost rope rope this into the manifestation truths I'm about to drop because this is a manifestation truth and a self-growth awakening truth is we dive deep into the work but we don't need to stay in like, what's wrong with me? Where's the inner child wound? You know, what's going on here? What's my block? Because then we're really focused on block and what's wrong. However, we do want to dip in when we have patterns that keep coming up, looping patterns or the deep sense of worthiness that we're trying to build. Some of the work will be that deeper, sometimes more emotional, you know, really takes intention and moves energy within you. But then we come back to the light and we practice and we integrate and we're meant to be in both because the truth is manifestation happens when we're having fun. When we feel good, we are attracting more good feeling things. So we dip into the work to help clear what doesn't make us feel good normally, the triggers we have, the reoccurring themes, how we feel shitty, you know, in our body or in our relationship or with our own self, we clear those things, we go to work on them, but then we come back to, oh, now I feel lighter. Now I'm going to go have fun. And now I'm going to remember I'm a deliberate creator and kind of get back. So I've been in a deep season of growth. And I've integrated a lot and I've gone through a lot and I continue to, however, I started to feel things start to lighten up coincidentally with spring starting to feel like it's finally coming. Um, so I started to feel myself lighten up and all of a sudden I was called back into the manifesting of specific things. So I have a little manifestation story I want to share with you. It's not huge, but it's also huge and so fun. Um, so I have been writing lists and, you know, focusing on what I want to create. And then also, I just want to say, as I see the bigger things I want to create, I go to work on that. So I do look at it and go, okay, what is in my way from this big goal that I haven't yet been able to create? So I do go in and out of the work, right? As I, as I'm saying, 
Um, so I'm writing this list and as one of the small manifestations, I like to do small ones that kind of, they boost my trust and they keep me kind of, you know, kicking along on the path, feeling connected, feeling like a powerful creator. So I ask for certain signs and stuff like that. But one of the things I put as I was writing my list is I'm really called to go away. I often go, not often, but I'm a mom of three with my own business. I need space. I need time on my own, which is like two different things that do not go inside time on my own mom of three in a business. Um, so what I do, and if you're my client or if you've been around maybe Instagram, you might see this, but every few months I usually rent an Airbnb and I just go away for a weekend. And sometimes I'm creating a course, creating meditation. Sometimes I just go to meditate and do yoga and whatever, just get away. So I was feeling the call to get away again. It's been, it's been a while. And so, so on my small manifestation list, I wrote an Airbnb and then I thought, let's go specific just for fun under $300 for a weekend, which I'm like, huh, in my mind, I'm like, that's going to be almost impossible. <laughs> Airbnbs are crazy. All the cleaning fees, you know, so I just left it there and I did my little ritual. I had my little list. I read over it. I was getting into the energy. I'm like, yeah, this is authentic to me. This serves me. It's in my highest good to manifest this, go through my process and then just release it. So I think it was like a day, <laughs> a day and an hour later, um, I was like, I'm just going to look on Airbnb and see what's there. So I start looking and there was one that my husband and I went away to not that long ago. And I looked cause it had been pretty low price surprisingly. And I looked back and it was like 280 or 50 or something per night. And I was like, Oh, that's not going to be under 300 bucks. Um, cause I was looking for two nights. So I keep looking, there's nothing, keep looking, there's nothing. So I'm like, okay, well that's fine because maybe it's just, this isn't the time I still want to get away and I can afford a little bit more. So, you know, it's fine. Um, but I was just kept thinking that would be so cool to do that, to get it for under 300. I just wrote this on my list. So then I'm looking all over my Island cause I wanted to stay on the Island, but I wanted to kind of go, I'm even looking like South, which I didn't really want to go South Island, but I'm looking, looking, looking. And then I'm like, no, where's my heart want to go? It wants to go up, up Island to a place called Euclulet. Anybody that's listening, Euclulet or Tofino. I love those places. It's like long beaches, rugged coastlines, totally West coast rainforest, like thick, damp, drippy forests, like right on the ocean. I just love, I love it so much. It's so refreshing and replenishing and just thick and just, um, yeah, just exactly why I live on the Island. So I went up and so then I thought, okay, I'm going to narrow the search. And even though there was like nothing, everything was like 289, 300, 400 a night. So I said to my husband, I'm going to pick a date to go away. Can we look at the calendars? And we did this little quick, you know, thing. And I was like, I picked the date and I was like, okay, that weekend works. So then I went up to the Airbnb search thing and I entered the date that I wanted. And on the Island in this whole area, I was looking, which was like two towns that are both like 45 minutes apart. So on the map, I was seeing this fairly large area. All of a sudden, this one listing pops up as soon as I adjust the dates. And I was like, what? Because I was totally open for dates before. So it should have come up. And I click on it and it's just this beautiful, like one bedroom. It's like, I think it's one big room, but plus a bathroom, king size bed, nice hardwood floors, lots of space, lots of, looks really clean. It's It was a luxury suite, I guess. It's its own, its own thing, I guess, its own little cabin. Um... And the bathroom was gorgeous, like slate and a rain shower and just really nice. I was like, wow, this looks awesome. But there's always a lot of fees and stuff. So let's just see. So I go through as if I'm going to check out and I look at the total and the total is 294. And I was like, what? And I went back to the listing and it was like a $58 per night credit 
for the first three people to book this suite before a certain date. And I think what it is, is the listing was new. So sometimes on Airbnb, I think they'll reduce the rate, get a few in there, you know, do some reviews, kind of get some traction and then put the rate up again. And so I booked it and it had like $58 a night. So over a hundred bucks off because of this random thing showed up on the date and I booked it and I took a screenshot. It was like $294, taxes, everything included, $294 bitches. I was like, yes. So that's really fun. And I've been really getting back into focusing on specific things that would be fun to create, things that I can see um, manifesting in my experience. And as my vibe raises, things become much easier to manifest. So I just wanted to share that little story. And let's get into the manifestation truths because this is why we are here. I have six for you today and a whole lot of jamming that's about to happen. So let's dive in. Um, so the first manifestation truth that we need to talk about, we need to bring out in the open. You may have heard me say it before. You have heard people say it, I'm sure. You attract what you are. And I want to dive deeper into this because I know a lot of you are going like, oh, I knew that, right? Some of you are like, what? You don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. So I want to start at the surface level of this, meaning when you are in a good mood and your spirits are high, you are attracting more things to, you know, make you feel joyful, make you feel happy, make you feel content, make you feel grateful, whatever it is that you are being, you are attracting more of that in this moment. I want to say today we're talking about like straight energy truths. I always leave room for when we're healing, when there's trauma, when there's something you you're working through to anyone that's new. I just want to be very clear. My style is not to bypass. This isn't just be high vibe when you're dealing with grief, trauma, you know, this isn't, that's not what I mean, but what I'm talking about today is straight energy. The way that energy works, it's like gravity it's not bias. It's not like, oh, well, we're not going to let her fall off the roof because she's working through something like gravity just is. And this is the same with these energies that I'm talking about. However, like source and me and your team have so much compassion for when you're in a spiral of feeling not good because there's something much bigger that, that is going on and trusting in yourself to do that work, to care for yourself, to clear the path. So that aside, I just want to say that as a disclaimer, and I'm just going to talk about straight energy. So you attract what you are, you attract who you are being. It's not just what you want. So if you're saying, I love to use the example, but if you're saying like, I want to manifest $500,000, $500,000, $500,000, that is what you want. That is, you're saying it, maybe you're writing it in a journal. That is what you desire. If you're not being a $500,000 bitch, <laughs> no offense, if you're not being a $500,000 vibration, you can only manifest what you are. So if you open your eyes from saying that and you all of a sudden realize you're $100,000 in debt or you're driving a beater car that you make, you feel bad about, you feel inferior and all of these cues are reminding you you're poor, you don't have enough, you're behind, you're at a deficit, you're not a $500,000 biatch. <laughs> All of these things are showing you that then who you're being is not in the same vibration as that which you want. So I'm not saying that you say this and all of a sudden your car changes overnight, but you can start embodying the energy. What would I be like if I made $500,000 this year or I manifested it out of nowhere? 
Who would I be? How would I feel? Okay, I'd feel excited. I'd feel relieved. I'd feel inspired. I'd feel like I had more trust and more faith. Okay, how can you focus on being more inspired, more excited, having more trust and faith, you see? So you have to focus on who you are being, not just what you want. The other part I want to talk about though with this, so the first truth is you attract what you are. The other thing is your identity and your boundaries. This is something we don't think about a lot. If you don't have solid boundaries, you will attract more and more people that step over your boundaries, more and more people where you feel disappointed or taken advantage of or resentful because you didn't put those boundaries into place. And I have a lot of compassion for this as well. It's not easy, but also, but your boundaries show the universe what you feel that you are worth. So in the sort of bigger example of say you're in a relationship where your partner just doesn't treat you right or things that are just, no, this is wrong. I don't feel honored. I don't feel loved. I don't feel cherished or valued. Then the more that you sort of quote unquote put up with it, it's you not having solid boundaries going, I know what I'm worth. So again, I know that these things are messy. Relationships are messy. There's lots of details, but this is just energy. This is the way that it works. So in addition to boundaries, Also your identity. This is a big one. I teach about this in activated and it is so powerful. Like who is, who are you being? Your personality is your personal reality. So what is your identity? Is your identity someone who isn't a morning person or can't make money or can't find love? I'm always the one who's alone. I'm always the one who's weird that doesn't fit in. That's the black sheep. I get you. I was totally the black sheep. I never really truly feel like I fit in, but I've chosen to not focus on that. And that's not what leads in my identity anymore. What used to lead is I don't fit in. Now I'm like, I fucking carve my own path. And I know there's a whole bunch of you seeker badasses all over the world that want to join me in that. (laughs) Let's go to a retreat together. Let's kumbaya. Let's bring in a new wave of light. Let's do it because yeah, I don't fit in with your average crowd, but I also choose that I blaze my own path and I, I am me. So this has nothing to do with my business. It's just embracing who I am rather than trying to fit in. So I kind of got sidetracked a little bit, but your identity is everything. So when we talk about the her work, we talk about that version of you that is already living the life. What is her identity? What does she know about herself? Does she say things like, oh, I'm not a morning person. I could never do that. I could never get fit. I could never lose the weight. I could never start a business. Be careful with what you say you are and what you say you are and what you're not, or I'm a this person, I'm a that person, and start asking yourself, who is the identity, Uh, like who is that person and what identity do I want to step into? This isn't necessarily about faking, but you're always playing an identity. So either you're playing the identity of the struggling one or the not mourning person or the person who just is too weak or doesn't have the willpower. The more you reinforce that, the more that becomes you. Um, to any of you that know Jim Carrey, obviously, probably all of you do, um, Canadian, whoop, whoop. Um, he went through a, a huge change, right? And when you see him now, he's like talking about, you know, all of these universal principles and spirituality and the illusion of all this stuff. And everyone now says he's way out there. I'm like, I've never loved him more, <laughs> but he has this thing where I guess it was when he did that movie, I might not have my facts straight, but when he did that movie about Andy Kaufman, Man on the Moon, and he had to like embody or he chose to embody who Andy Kaufman was and because he was so weird and random and just like bizarre, 
J, uh, Jim Carrey took that on and was Andy Kaufman, even when they weren't filming everyone around him. You can watch, there's a documentary on it, or you can see stuff online or on YouTube, but he embodied that identity so much that for a year or two or whatever, when they were filming, he was him from the morning he woke up till he went to bed. The people in his personal life, his family was just like weirded out and what the hell, because he was never not Andy Kaufman, but what it did to him and what he talked about later is it made me realize what makes me Andy Kaufman. Kaufman or Jim Carrey. And when I'm ready to kind of drop the Andy Kaufman thing, I go back to being Jim Carrey. Who is Jim Carrey? Who is this identity, this character I've created for myself? Jim Carrey is the funny guy and the this guy and the comedian and, you know, has the facial expressions and he's hilarious and nice or whatever he is. And he realized like, we're just choosing to put on different identities all the time. And I could not agree more. We choose our identity. However, it has been programmed from the the time we were young. So it's not just like, bam, now I'm, now I'm a different identity, but you have to really sink into who do you want to be? Because who you are being is what you attract more of. So starting to say to yourself, like I practice meditation or I am somebody who meditates. Maybe you don't quite meditate yet, or maybe you meditate every once in a while saying to yourself, I'm someone who meditates. I'm someone who meditates. I'm practicing being somebody who meditates. I'm practicing being somebody who is fit. I am somebody who is, who loves fitness. I am learning how to love fitness. You know, you can program yourself into a new identity that is more beneficial than the one you've been carrying. So this is all under you are, you attract who you are being. And if you want more money, watch who you are being when you get a bill in the mail or when an unexpected thing comes up, that is the time to practice being abundance. And maybe what that looks like is you get, you know, your hot water tank breaks and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, $1,200 or whatever, and take a minute and pause and come back to this present moment and go, okay, this big bill came. It was unexpected, but it's in our highest good to replace the hot water tank. And I'm going to trust that everything will be okay. I thank you guides, angels. It's just the way I do things. Guys, guides, angels, support team. I thank you for helping me with the resources to pay for this. And I trust that as I put it on my credit card or take it from savings, like I trust that we will be okay. Thank you. That energy is one of abundance because if you had a million dollars and that happened, you'd just be like, this is no problem. I trust I'm taken care of. There's more where that came from. It's fine. So you start to embody a new energy because you attract who you are being. So really think about that and ask, who do I need to be? It's not changing you in a way of like, you want me to change. It's actually stripping away those things you think you are that are holding you back. The way that you've been programmed to limit yourself and moving more into beneficial energy because you will always attract what you are. And that's why going into seasons of inner work creates so much magnetism and just explodes your growth because who you are is you're moving farther and farther away from like the wounded kid or teenager or the fat one, the black sheep, the one that doesn't belong. Because every time you go into the work, you clear a bit and then you come back and you're like, whoa, who I am now is much more free from my past than I was before. Right? So keep on with that work. But remember, you don't just attract what you want. You might want a lot of things. And this is how we know. Do you want a lot of things, but they're not showing up? That just means that you're not yet that person and to continue embodying that energy. That's what I help people do. It's huge. So the second manifestation truth is that 
intuition leads you. So it is time seeker. If you have not yet, it is time to start becoming more close with your intuition, realizing that it is your inner guide. We're about to be talking more about this on the show. I have a free event coming up. You can check the links in link in the show notes um, called inner guide. And it's all about this. We're cracking open intuition. We're doing an intuition season right now. So you're going to hear much more about this if you're curious, but intuition is your inner guide. It's your inner guidance system. We all have it. Whether you think you do, whether you've known your intuition or not, we all have it. And it's about getting still. It's about noticing your body, your inner um, tingles, your gut feelings, your nudges, your knowings, and asking, what is life calling me to do? What is the next best thing I could do right now? And just looking for literally the signs or watching for things that feel right to you. Maybe a book comes across your path or one of my podcasts, like what made you click on this? What made you find it? It might've been an intuitive pull, like maybe you saw the thumbnail or a friend recommended it and you're like, yeah, why not? Something led you there. Intuition is you being led. And when we don't get in the way and try to control and try to micromanage, we actually become led to sometimes scary things like deeper levels of growth or making big moves that we've been scared to make, but it's always bringing you to higher ground. It's always bringing you to what you desire. So intuition is also the way that your guides and your angels and spirits speak to you. So if you have been interested in intuition, um, or maybe you've been on this path for a while, you need to come back to intuition. So for those of you that have been on the intuitive path for a while, but kind of go in and out, remember the inner guide, remember the inner guidance system. If you had nobody to validate, if you had nobody to bounce things off of and go, what do you think about this? And you solely had to rely on your inner guide, you would see that you are being guided. And I think that's why way back or in indigenous cultures, they were so linked with their intuition, depending on, you know, where in the world it was because they didn't have all these people to be like, what do you think? What do you think? It was like survival. We have to go with our instinct. So you learn to rely on yourself. But in this day and age, we have so much convenience, also so much stimulation, our minds on everything. And we're looking to other people to validate, is this a good decision? What should I do? But really that inner guidance system is there. So if you follow the nudges, I like to call them, follow the, the, um, like breadcrumbs that source leaves for you, follow the nudges along the path and one by one, they get you toward your goal. And it's generally not obvious. The first nudge is not always so obviously linked to that end result, right? You may ask for a bunch of money from the universe to cover a bill or because you want to make more or whatever. And then you're at the grocery store and there's somebody asking for money for breast cancer or a homeless person. And you're inspired, you're prompted to go, yes, give them five bucks or give them a dollar or do that. And you go with your inner guide and you give them money. Someone would sit back and be like, well, how are those related? Right. But if you know energy, you know that the attitude and the energy of giving from a place of abundance, the energy of generosity is also the energy of abundance. So by giving your money out of kindness and out of spontaneity of like, sure, I'll help them out doing a nice thing, a charitable gesture for your fellow human then that is actually magnetic toward manifesting money, but you wouldn't know that. And you don't have to know it. You just have to trust your intuition more and more as time goes on. So with manifestation, intuition is leading you there. If you could have a guru that you're like, what's my next step? What's my next step? And they would just tell you what's my next step, tell you, and you would just get there. That is your intuition. 
They're there. They're just quieter than your busy mind. So often we can't hear the inner guidance because our busy mind is chattering, but it's there. So truth number two is your intuition is always leading you. Okay. Truth number three, there are no limits except in your mind. And I really want to talk about this. So there's this contrasting thing, right? Where you hear it's unlimited, a million dollars, or maybe you've heard me or somebody else say to the universe, a penny is no different than a million dollars. This is true. You are unlimited. You could be a famous actor or actress, or, you know, do real estate deals that bring you into the multi-millions. You could have a business. You could travel to Peru. You could find a soulmate. You could find your mate in two days, in a month. You can heal from the things you've been through. You can heal, maybe your chronic pain or, you know, inflammation, things going on in your body. Truly the sky is the limit. We live, I'm going to get real deep on you guys. We live in a holographic experience where what is going on within us is projected out. And that is completely separate from the fact that we have unlimited possibility. So we live in our bubble of what we think is true, what we think we can do, what we think the world is. Also the identity, right? I'm not a morning person. Therefore, you put yourself in a box of not being able to get up early. So you're never going to be the person getting up at 6 a.m. to try a meditation that may change your life. That routine, that meditation may change your life, but you never will because your identity is wrapped up in not being a morning person. This is one example of how we limit ourselves. The energy is limitless. And like I said, with gravity, it's not bias. You get to have the things that you want. However, I have the blessing and you guys all have it too. And some of you have practiced this, but of being a channel and of being able to see, hear, interpret source and spirit guides. And so over the years, they show me this perspective on life and I see it over and over and over. And it's just unwavering. This is how it works. This is how it works. And all the clients I connect with, and when I'm inquiring with them and the different situations that clients face and my own life and their take on life never wavers. We get to create what we know is true and what we choose for ourselves coming back into point number one, which is like you attract what you are. That means that if you change your energy, you start attracting new things. It is law. It happens 100% of the time. I promise you, like I promise you. And it's so exciting because when you haven't yet seen it, it's like, oh, that would be nice. But as you start doing little by little different things, all of a sudden, like your mind starts calming down a little bit. And then you find a dollar on the sidewalk or somebody gets a coffee or you get a, you know, a reduced rate on your cell phone bill for some reason. And then maybe you meet a new friend and go out for coffee and had a great conversation. And slowly things start picking up in a better direction. And pretty soon you've created so much momentum that you're manifesting big things and those really notable things. So there are no limits. It's all what you put your focus on and what your subconscious believes to be true. But I want you to just think about that for a second. Like you actually can manifest exactly what you desire. There are no limits, but you have to know and believe it to be true. That's why we start with smaller things. That's why we start with cups of coffee or Airbnbs that are, you know, not a lot of money. I don't just not all of my manifestations are $20,000 in this big trip around the world. Like 
I dabble in both. And it's important to have those littler manifestations that boost your trust, as I was talking about, because there are no limits. The person that is young, that focuses on the Olympics from the time that they're young and shows up, takes the action, is inspired by other people who are winning gold. So they're getting activated. They're believing that it's true. They will make it to the Olympics. And I know that of course there's times when someone works hard and they don't make it. And that's sort of a story for another time. That could be a karmic thing, but it could, or like a soul path thing, but it could also be that deep down they did have a lot of doubt in their ability to actually win gold. And we wouldn't know that unless we actually talked to them. So trying not to use the one example as the, the exception to the rule, it is true. What you put out is what you manifest and there are no limits. So sometimes I say to my clients, like, the way that I'm talking about, we do deep work and then we come back to feel good. Sometimes I say to my clients that there, there comes a time when we need to command it into reality. So if you're looking for a mate, when you get those little bumps of feeling more clear, you're having a good day, walking around saying to yourself, I'm going to meet my soulmate. He or she, or they are making their way to me right now. They've been doing their own work. They've been tying up loose ends so that they're totally ready when they meet me. And I've been focusing more on myself and inner work and it's perfect timing. They're coming into my life. Here they come. I can see them. You start setting up your scene. Um, you maybe clear out the bedside table on the other side to make space for them or have a little bit of room in your closet for someone to put their clothes or just start preparing, feeling the energy, knowing you're calling it in, it will appear. But this is the thing is this is where our head gets in. We feel silly for doing that. We think we're just dreaming and it's probably not going to happen because everybody always is going to let you down. And these are the narratives that play out instead. So we hesitate. We don't believe, we don't know it to be true. So we hold back and therefore create more things that match that story of, of course, it's not going to happen for me. That's silly. You know, we'll see. I hope I'm not alone forever. And I I say this again with lots of empathy, lots of sympathy, but this is just energy. This is the way it works. So recognize that there are no limits. You could be buying a house this year. You could be tripling your income. You could meet the one, you could lose the weight truly, truly, truly. So what your job comes down to is going energetically what is in my way from these things and watching your mindset, watching your energy, the way you talk to yourself about your body, about what you think to be true. Say you're on a weight loss journey and then you have a dessert and you're like, oh, I messed that up. Now I'm going to gain weight. Watch those things. Realizing that when you eat something going like, oh, I'm going to gain weight from this, you're literally telling your cells, okay, guys, we're going to eat and then we're going to gain weight. Your cells are listening. Epigenetics definitely go into epigenetics. If this stuff interests you, it shows that your mind actually controls your cells. You are the one telling your cells the messages of what to do and what not to do. And your mind is more powerful than you know. You are freaking unlimited. So if you're feeling like you're limited in your thoughts and your narratives, you don't even know where to start. This is the path to go deeper onto the work, like hire somebody, join a program, read books about this, how to change your mindset, how to manifest, because this is usually the thing that is holding you back. And after a little bit of investment, whether it is your money or it's your time reading, researching, figuring out new ways of being, you will be so much more powerful in your mind to recognize. I create this narrative. I create the story here 
So I'm going to choose a different feeling thought, a different feeling, a different narrative for this, because this isn't what I want. I don't want to eat this and then balloon up in weight, right? That's maybe that's under my control. Let's experiment. Let's see. So this principle is there's no limits just in your mind, just what you believe to be true about yourself. If you're like, I can't just go buy a $3,000 retreat. I don't have enough money, but you can't from that mindset, right? But if you go, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this, but it feels soul aligned and I'm going to trust that the universe is going to support me. Maybe I'll ask for signs. Okay. The deposit is I could pay $700 by this date. Universe, is this a good idea? Intuition, go within. Is this meant for me? Is this a good idea? Is this what I need to be doing? If you get a yes, inching forward, looking at the sales page again, speaking to the universe going, okay, if I'm meant to go, please show me a sign. Please help me with the deposit so that I know that I'm backed up. And if you decide to do it, reinforcing, I made this decision. Therefore I will be fine. This is in my highest good. As I travel, I manifest as I give myself these beautiful gifts, I'm manifesting more. I am worth it. I was called. I will be supported. I will do this because everything is unlimited. So if I get to go to this retreat and be fully taken care of, and maybe I'll even make money while I'm gone, wouldn't that be fun? I trust in this. Here I go. That energy is the energy that calls upon the support. So do you see how we are not limited? You can go on a vacation stressing about how much the vacation costs every moment, and you'll come back feeling more depleted, more in debt, so aware of that hundred dollar dinner. And why did we go out that night and stressed? Or you can say, this is an opportunity to manifest more because I'm in vacation vibes. I'm feeling good. I am worth it. Wow. I'm so grateful that I get to be here right now. That is how you make yourself more unlimited because truly manifestation is unlimited. It's only limited by your mind mind. Okay. Getting super passionate. So number four is be it until you become it. So I want you to just hear this. People go, so fake it till you make it. And I go, nah, it's be it until you become it. And this is what I'm talking about. Being the energy you want to create, being the change you want to see in the world, being in that skin role-playing, pretending, but faking or pretending your mind goes, I'm just pretending this is a bunch of BS. When you be it, you turn on that new identity. You go, okay, I'm going to be confidence today. Even just for 30 seconds, even for two minutes, even just in the car ride to the store, I'm going to be confidence. Okay. And then maybe you sit up a little taller and you roll your shoulders back. Who would I be if I was totally confident? And you just hold that for a minute, play around with it. Give that version of you an identity. If you wish be it, try on different suits and then hold that energy for as long as you can. And then just release if it's 30 seconds, if it's five minutes, you know, I often like use association where I'll do it in my car or I'll do it while I'm in the shower or when I go in the grocery store, I'm like, I am her going through the grocery store, shoulders rolled back. I know exactly what I need. I'm almost like strutting down the aisles because I am fucking her. That is being magnetic. That is be it until you become it 
right? I know personally when I'm not feeling good, when I'm feeling depressed, whether it's like a big time in my life or it's a day, I'm irritated, I'm low, my shoulders are more hunched, my head is more down, I kind of walk around feeling weak. That's okay. We all have those times. But when you're in a day where you feel good or you have the potential to feel good, like you can reach for that, freaking put on that suit, allow yourself to move into a deeper energy of embodiment with that which you want. So a manifestation truth or a hack is to be it until you become it. And I tell my clients this, if you've been in a group program, you maybe hear it. I walk around in my house and like the amount of times I've held like a pen or something, even my phone and just been like, thank you everybody for coming today. I'm so honored that there are so many of you here. And I picture myself on stage. I can see it in this like it's not always an auditorium. It's like a big room and there's lots of chairs. There's like at least a hundred people. And you know, I'm like, I'm so thankful. Thank you so much. I'm grateful to spend this time with you. Okay. Let's dive in. And how's everybody doing? And I like warm up the room and it's just in my vibe, in my imagination. I have fun with it. I practice, I role play. So be it until you become it, role play, act, be that character more and more. And then, like I said, just when you're in the shower, just when you're driving, maybe walk the dog, but be her. And with every single step, you are feeling yourself evolve and expand and open up to more joy and magnetism. And in that moment, you are manifesting miracles. You are manifesting new glorious things, right? Because you attract what you are. So when you take that dog walk and you're like, it's a manifestation dog walk because you are embodying her the whole time, you are bringing forward that energy in which you want. You are a portal in that moment. So be it until you become it, not fake it. We're not faking. We're expanding our energy. Faking is like deceptive, imposter, not true. Expanding energy, right? is expansion. That's embodiment. There's nothing fake about that. And actually it's incredibly powerful. So that is number four, be it until you become it. We have two left. So I'm just going to go over it quick. Number one, you attract what you are. Number two, your intuition leads you. Number three, there are no limits except in your mind. Number four is be it until you become it. Number five is (laughs) it takes effort to be effortless. And what I mean by that is we are always putting effort out on something. So a lot of people before they do the work or even in the work, when we're triggered, our effort is going into like, why did they do that? And how am I going to do this? And I, you know, I work a lot or, you know, whatever it is, we put our effort and our stress into the fact that we're not what we want to be. So I know from an eating disorder and from a journey with my body, when I'm not feeling good in my skin, it takes so much of my effort. I'm always thinking about it. I'm feeling this, I'm analyzing, I'm going, okay, I should do yoga tomorrow. Like I'm just in this other funky place that takes actually a lot of effort and a lot of mental energy. So the thing is, is when we want to move into more ease and more effortlessness, there's a gap that has to be bridged because you're in your, all your busy mind and in what you're not and worried or hustly or whatever. And you want to breeze over to effortlessness. That is a bridge you have to cross. So you have to choose effortlessness more and more, which kind of comes back to some of the other things I'm talking about. If you know, and one of my favorite mantras, my, my favorite energy to embody with this is the more fun I have, 
the more money I make or the more I manifest. The more fun I have, the more I manifest. The more joy I feel, the more I manifest. The more I have ease, the more I'm manifesting. The more I relax, the more I'm manifesting. When I take time for me, I am manifesting more. I'm manifesting abundance. Really using a mantra like that and embodying that energy of it's okay. I get to slow down. I'm going to choose ease here. So as you're tripping out in your mind, you all of a sudden become aware of it. Go stop, take a deep breath, regulate that nervous system and go, I can't figure anything out from a frantic place. I love myself enough to care about how I feel. So I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm going to come back and I'm going to choose something that makes me feel a little bit better. Maybe I'm going to take a bath, go for a walk, sort of put it down or even journal it all out so that it gets out of your mind and then go for a run or something. I'm going to practice not being all stressed about this. I'm going to practice coming back to a little bit more ease surrender, trust in the universe. This is where I might pray to my spirit team and say, Hey, I don't know what to do here. I'm open to creative solutions. Show me which way this is supposed to navigate, or I'm supposed to navigate this if I'm really stressed. So it does take some effort to get into ease and flow. But once you recognize it, it's like, I love the row, row, row your boat because it's kind of like you're, you know, in your boat and you're paddling like crazy and you actually to trust and put your oars up and relax actually goes like, uh, 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 and they're like, no, I can't, I can't, uh, uh, fuck it. <laughs> you put your oars up, you relax and you get carried gently down the stream. So it does take some redirection. It's continuously coming back to ease, continuously practicing putting yourself first or meditate for 20 minutes and say to yourself, as I meditate, I'm attracting abundance. It doesn't mean that when you open your eyes every time, you're going to have like an unexpected check for hundred dollars, but all these things you do add up. Everything you're doing adds up. So every time you, cho you choose ease, every time you choose effortlessness, you are attracting more things to come through you with ease because we create the reality like we okay our style of manifesting how we learn to manifest and what works for us we need to sort of maintain so if you hustle and control and it works for you and you manifest one thing you're going to have to always hustle and control so why not learn how to manifest through ease the more i take care of myself the more i manifest magical solutions for this problem the more time i spend in stillness the more i trust my guides and angels are helping me to move the pieces oh that's my alarm sorry about that um so just trusting that as i lean into ease i am actually manifesting more and that takes effort at first because that takes reprogramming. And again, if this is something that you're like, I want to believe it, but I just don't, this is the time to expand into that, to listen to podcasts, to read books, to expand your trust and faith about what you're being is what you're manifesting. That's really what it comes down to. What you're being is what you're manifesting, which is that very first point here. But I just want to say that in that time, it actually takes some effort to get into effortlessness because when we're tripped out, when we're triggered, we have to choose to come back down, to regulate the nervous system, to take a deep breath, to come back into the pocket instead of being in the stress, being in the details, being in that 
you know, analytical mind that just has to figure it out and has to think of solutions. You have to actually get out of that and get back into ease, get back into like solutions will come not from a frantic mind though. They'll come from a place of ease. And then maybe later you're driving and an idea hits you and you're like, Oh, that's the solution. Or that's something that I could do. That's a conversation I could have. It will come to you when you're more relaxed. So to get into effortless manifestation, it actually takes some effort to reprogram that narrative of, I have to hustle. I need to have all the answers. I need to know how this is going to happen. I need to know my next step right now. And instead focusing on feeling good, focusing on taking care of yourself. And for all you extreme thinkers out there, this doesn't mean not going to work and instead having a shower or meditating and neglecting your appointments. It means looking after yourself in your mind and going for a walk when you can and getting in that meditation, especially when things are frazzled. This is the time you need it most because answers can come to you through ease but it takes a pivot in the way you've been doing things. So that feels really important to say. And the last thing that I want to say today in this episode, number six, is you are the co-creator. So you are the one in charge of your reality. However, the universe, your guides and angels are helping to bring the pieces together. So to bring you know, the people into your life that you need, the courses into your life, or actually bring the vehicles, you know, you're calling in a vehicle and to meet you in the same place as it. Maybe it's in an ad in a newspaper or online, or maybe you drive by a dealership or you drive by someone's home and it says for sale. Those pieces to arrange for you to meet it in whatever way, those are orchestrated by your spirit team generally, your angels, your ancestors, the universe as a whole is helping those pieces to come together. So you are the co-creator, which means you don't have to worry about how don't trip out on the hows. you are the co-creator. So ask for the pieces to come together, be open to how your intuition is leading you. That's why, you know, intuition is so important is because you're a co-creator. You're not the sole captain on the ship. Your team is helping you. The universe is trying to help you. So really realizing that and using, I love to use the expression or the mantra or the prayer, this or something better. I want to manifest this. I'd love to manifest my soulmate and I'd love them to come in the next couple months. And I see them being funny and like having some similar interests and they're into personal development or whatever. And then you say, thank you universe, that or something better and try to pass it over because the person may come in two and a half months when you said two months, but they're the full package or they might come tomorrow <laughs> or it might take six months, but if it's right and then you end up together and you like live the rest of your life, those couple months won't matter. So you need to remember you are a co-creator. It's not the control show. It's not, you know, I'm not creating the Talia show where everything wants, has to go my way. I want to co-create with the universe. Show me my highest expression. Show me how I can create abundance in a form of service and things that light me up, that are creative, that feel soul aligned. Show me that. Show me how I can be more healthy in my skin. Show me my path to my strongest body. Instead of me just being like, I have to do the shred 60 plan and I have to go keto and I have to do this. Maybe there's a better way for me to be in my healthiest frame. 
Maybe yoga is going to come along and knock you off your feet because you've never totally dove in before. Or maybe a certain exercise or a walking group or a way of doing things is coming your way. But when you think you need to do it and it has to be this way, we often pinch it off. So you are a co-creator in this experience. So when you're saying, I want to go to Italy, try to leave some room for magic saying, I want to go to Italy. I'd love to go this year or this summer. Show me this or something better. And maybe it's taking you on a cruise and you will stop in Italy, but the the trip wasn't just to Italy. It was an entire cruise and your soulmates on the boat. Like you don't know how it's arranging. So don't pinch it off by saying, I have to stay in a five-star villa and it has to be in Italy and it has to be these dates because maybe the universe is actually working to give you many manifestations at once. And it's this or something better. Maybe the other places you visit on that cruise are also epic. And then again, you meet your soulmate on the boat or you never know know what's coming for you. So remember you are a co-creator. Open up your arms right now and say universe, spirit team, God, I allow you in a deeper level. Help me to co-create the experience that I am meant to live. I am open. I am willing. I will try to pay attention to my intuition as best I can. Help me, guide me, show me the signs. I am open. I'm willing. I'm available to co-create with you. Say that to yourself. Maybe even go back 30 seconds, listen to that again, let it open up your heart, let it activate your energy. You're being, you're being helped. You're being assisted. You're being guided to something so much bigger and better than you could ever imagine. So these are my manifestation truths that I wanted to drop today. So number one, you attract what you are. Number two, your intuition leads you. Number three, there are no limits except your mind. Number four, be it until you become it. Number five, it takes effort to be effortless. And number six, you are the co-creator. Okay. I love you so much, Seeker. As I mentioned, I have that free event coming up about intuition below and a bunch of other stuff down there, including free gifts for meditations, how to get on my email list to get Monday card readings. There's every Monday I'm sending out a beautiful card with a channeled message for the week. If you want to get in on those Monday cards, you can join the email community below. There's lots of goodies down there. Make sure to find me on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok now, um, but on Instagram, I'm doing reels and posts every day, sharing my medicine, sharing my love. Come say hi. And as always, if you leave a review, which I kindly and humbly ask you to do, it helps so much. It helps the show get out there. It helps to show Apple Podcasts that we've got a good thing and people are loving it. So if you write a review at Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot before you hit submit email it to me, everything is below or Instagram, get in touch with me, show me that you left that review and we will send you a free gift. I've got lots of good gifts to give away right now. So to anyone that goes over the, the, even the link to to write a review is below. So if you go click the link, write a review, take a screenshot, come over on Instagram or email, show me that you did that. And I would love to gift you with a free gift. I have meditations, workbooks, different things that I love to give away activations to help you to move to your next level and to say thank you for your generosity. So thank you so much. I love you. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I want you to take a second to put your hand on your heart and maybe even take a deep breath and take in everything that was talked about today that resonated with you. Invite it into your cells, invite it into your mind and into your energy as you upgrade your life. 
It was a pleasure connecting with you in this episode. If you want more, come find me on Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation, and I'll see you in the next episode. Sending you so much love.